Hello, and welcome back to my podcast titled More Than Necessary. Today is April the 26th, Tuesday at 11.57 p.m. I first and foremost want to give thanks to my higher power, to my Heavenly Father, for without Him I'm nothing, but if He be for me, who can be against me? No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Um... I guess you can say this is my first interview. Excuse how I sound kind of pollen and you know how the weather is. But um, I also want to thank you guys for coming back and also supporting me, helping share my podcast in the word, just encouraging and love one another. Um, today's title is, Why Did I Let Him Abuse Me? And... The conversation could be complex, but I'm going to try not to make it. And um, just give my opinion and how does that resonate or show show up in my life. Um, what's her name? Violet. I'm not sure. Some of you guys that may listen to it may have seen um, like the little Nature Boy incident on Bingo and Things. And she was one of the girls. And I seen her a couple of years ago. And um, her story just really touched me. And I was watching this video and just really allowing myself to sit in the moment and feel the emotion or just place myself, allow her to paint a picture for me. And I just want to share this with you guys. It's going to be a two-part. Um, and I'll share what I feel at the end. So... Without further ado. Uh, hello. Shalom. Listen. I have a discussion now I want to talk about. If you haven't noticed the title of the video is. Why? Why did I let him abuse me? Why did I let him abuse me? Why? Why did you let him abuse you, sis? What were you thinking? You're so beautiful. You have all of these talents. You have mastered your skills that you are good at. I mean, you have men who want to talk to you. You know, there's good opportunities out there for you, like there's a whole world out there. Why did you let him abuse you? Why did you allow him to do that to you? Like, what was your thoughts? All right, let's get into it. There was a woman who messaged me today. This is her message on this piece of paper. I wrote it down. I asked her if it was okay if I use it as content. And I hope. Lindsay, can you please text me on Instagram or Facebook regarding any mail or any packages? Okay, great. She texted, I, 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 I wrote down her message on this piece of paper and I asked her if it was okay if I could use it as content and she said, yeah. The reason why I'm making this video, disclaimers, the reason why I'm making this video is because multiple women have asked me this very same question that I'm about to read to you. I don't answer these questions because I 
am still processing, processing a lot myself. I am still coming to terms with some of the things that I did let slide, some of the things that I did let happen. So it's a healing process, right? But I am feeling absolutely moved to talk about this in this moment. This is all in the moment. So this young lady, she asks me, she texts me on Instagram and she says, Hi Velvet, I was listening to your story and I realized I am in a toxic relationship. Thank you, Glamma. With a narcissist. It's been so hard on me to get away and stay away. And it leave, it hurts me to leave. She said, praying, leaving, blocking him. I'm trying everything. I know he's not I know he's not a good man, but I keep going back. He's taking every inch of my light. Why can't I just leave? Any advice? I'm literally at my end. Let's get into it. Let's talk about it. The first thing that popped up in my head when it comes to a form of any abuse from from in 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 anybody's situation the the first thing as a um person who has endured some kind of abuse you have to ask yourself what happened to me that made me so vulnerable to a person that I would allow them or even give them the leeway to abuse me. What happened to me? You know, like, in, from what I've experienced and from looking at other people's journeys and experiences when it comes to abuse, something happened to them for them to allow that person to abuse them the way that they did. I can't really speak for men, but I'm going to speak for, hey, hey, um, Haka, Hasha, oh, that's how you say it. I can't speak for men and from their perspective, but I can speak from a woman's perspective in a way. And so when she asked me this, I went back into my memories of what happened to me that allowed me to be abused or for me to allow somebody to abuse me and from my personal experience what happened to me was I was insecure I was insecure that like how do I say this Growing up, I had validation from my friends. I had validation from outside sources like programs that I was in and stuff like that. So I didn't really have too much of a disposition with not knowing my confidence when it came to what I had to offer as far as like what I was good at and what I'm not good at. My insecurities came into play when I was a child. See, when you don't some of us most of us some of us a lot of us because we didn't get that proper nurturing when we were children it 
trickled into our adulthood and it created a certain type of mindset for us when we, you know, became young adults, especially when we were young adults. Just, I'm going to speak from my perspective, period. When I was a young, a, a young woman, a young girl, whatever, a child, I didn't necessarily feel like I got that nurturing that I needed. Everybody needs a certain level of nurturing. Everybody deserves that certain level of nurture. So we can't really argue about what we did and didn't do for each other or what each other need. We can't argue about none of that because at the end of the day, we're only giving what it is that we know and to our to to the capacity that we're able to give. So when I was a child, um, my environment, I just felt like it was not the per the right environment, like for me, and not even perfect, but just the right environment for me to be able to thrive in. So I started to look outside of my family, my immediate family, to love me. Without receiving that proper nurturing from the home environment, I, in my mind, there was an insecurity created around abandonment around rejection around being neglected give me a second y'all give me a second So, in life, you guys, when I experienced this sense of abandonment, rejection, neglect, being neglected emotionally, physically, right? I started to look for that love and that nurturing outside of my family home. So, of course, being a woman, I'm going and being beautiful, I'm going to attract guys to me. So, I was getting into every single relationship as if I was going to marry that person. Yes, actually, yes. <laughs> I literally, every every guy that I've been with, except for, I can say three of them, I was not wanting to have a serious relationship with. But everybody else, I was really wanting to have a serious relationship, like a family. I thought in my mind that... These men were fit. They weren't, but that's just how I thought at that time. So, you know, I um, when I would feel this way to this man, I would 
give myself to him like all of me like everything that i had to offer whatever it was i was just like so open right and normally this is what happens to a woman and then this is when it can get all crazy and kooky and like the mirrors just start fogging up with smoke right a woman when she is neglected as a child in any form, way, or fashion, she's going to try to find a way to either recreate that love that she didn't get when she was a child or, you know, just go find it somewhere in maybe all the wrong places. Or, you know, if especially if she's not brought up properly, if she's not taught properly, if she's not taught about having standards, if she's not taught about her own standards, like what do she want? If she's not um, coached on what it is like to be in a relationship with a man or just be in relationships period she's going to enter this world and enter these relationships blindly so for me personally um when i wait hold up but not the camera all right sit up you ready yeah so when i um got into this relationship uh with my with Eliana's dad, I realized that these traumas that I had, right, were from my childhood. And when I got into the relationship with him, Mama, Mama, I want to be a princess and get a party, Mama. Okay. So when I realized that these traumas had had taken over who I was at this point. I then had to assess if this was going to be something that I was going to continue to live or not. Was I going to risk my entire life and my child's life or continue to be abused? And so that was that was a, a rational decision that I had to make as a young adult and as a grown woman. And I'll point out the traumas because... There's a such thing as trauma bonding. When you are hurt and you are traumatized by something, when you get into a relationship with someone, whether it is romantic, whether it is like a friendship, whatever, you trauma bond. Meaning that you bond with this person from only your traumas. You start to create expectation in your mind for this person because of the trauma. And you also start to see potential that's not really there from these traumas. So the reason why I let him abuse me was because I trauma bonded. I didn't realize I was trauma bonding, but that's what I was doing essentially. So when I realized that my traumas had a lot more to do with what I was seeing as potential rather than me just trying to heal this generational curse and fight all of these wars generationally, I had to reevaluate my confidence within myself. I had to ask myself, oh, what are you worth? Are you worth the way that he's treating you? Are you worth someone degrading you, demeaning, de being demeaning towards you, putting you in a position where you have to physically fight other human beings to protect yourself and your child do you you know how do you 
what's your real what's your real worth and when i answered that question to myself i said i'm a woman i am i am fearless i'm divine that's what i said to myself and when i looked back at the relationship the way that that song made me feel was not how that relationship made me feel made me feel made me feel and it's 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 not on baby you gotta wait for it to be put on the charge okay you gotta wait for it to be put on the charge it's not on look um i'm gonna um put this on the charger for you okay so mommy can finish this video and then i'll be right with you for a second because like you can't use that right now and how that song made me feel and that's So yes, when I look back at the relationship, it didn't make me feel how that song made me feel. And that's when I realized that I was lowering my standards. I was moving in a way that made me look like I didn't know my worth. And I was embarrassed after. I was like, sheesh. Whew, I looked like that? Oh my goodness. Oh my God. Um... I don't really, some women go through the, the D-I-C-K, Matthias, they go through that. Um, I don't personally feel like I was D-I-C-K, Matthias, right? Okay, I've, I've had way better, right? But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about trauma bonding. Being Matthias is actually a thing, and some women go through that. But for my purpose sake, I, I, I got so many stories. I'm not even going to share that with y'all right now. But trauma bonding, right? Um, this woman, when she asked me this question, I sincerely hope that she's watching this video. But I want to ask you, what happened to you when you were a child or when you were a teenager or even in your adult years? What happened to you that made you think that when you get into a relationship with someone... And you know that it's bad. Somewhere in your mind, you rationalize that it's it's still okay. For instance, when I was in the situation um, with Eliana's dad and, and I was being abused by this man, because I had already experienced abuse on uh, smaller levels than what he was already doing, I was already exposed to abuse. So in my mind, a the part of my brain that's rationalizing the abuse, I had become used to it. My life had to had started to revolve around the uh, around abuse being normal. So when I got into this relationship, that's exactly what happened. It started to be uh become normal. The abuse started to become normal. And it wasn't until I actually started having children that actually made me look at my children and wonder and think if it was okay if they had went through that. And it, of course, the answer is no. And so, you know, that's that's just the cherry on top of the cake for me. But when I realized that my skills and my talents and my worth was not being 
nurtured, that's when I realized that that person didn't want to uplift me. That person wanted to use my spirit, my my mind, my voice, my beauty, my uh, skills, my talents, my womb. He wanted to use everything for only his benefit. He wanted to control me. And so narcissistic people, period, just want control in some form or fashion or type of way. Like, they need to have the upper hand. They need to have, in their minds, they need to have the upper hands. They need to have control over everything. They need to have control over you, finances, food, music, conversation, the ambiance of the atmosphere, any and everything, narcissistic people. You can do it, press it. The bottom, press the bottom button, yeah. So when this happens, and if you realize that this is happening to you and your relationship and whatever relationship it is, I advise you to run because abuse is abuse can okay you guys thanks for listening to the first part and stay tuned for part two i'm assuming it's going to be a three-part series or three episodes where mine will be last so thank you and if i can leave you guys with anything to love more and hate less